Hey everyone, it's Pastor Jacob. Hope this message gives you encouragement, perspective, and revelation from God to give to others. Also, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page, Fusion Student Media, and also follow me on Instagram, at Jacob underscore Malasa underscore. We hope you enjoy the message. The title of this devotional is, Why Do I Feel Lonely? And it's, it's, it's the perfect picture of what we're going through in our, in our, in our world today where we're having, we're struggling with this point of feeling alone or feeling lonely, feeling isolated. Listen, I have a, look, I'm, I can't, you can say to yourself, Jacob, you can't really speak for that because you have like a big old family. No, that don't matter. I can have, that. here's another thing. I can have a bunch of my family with me. I love them, but they get annoying sometimes. It gets, it gets to the point where it's like, oh man, like I wish I was with someone else, but at the same time, I'm glad I get to be with my family. But like I said, I can be with a ton of people, but still feel alone. And that's what I want to pinpoint today. Maybe you're a believer and you feel very lonely at this time. You feel like you haven't been able to hang out with your friends, haven't been hang out with, I mean, anyone you can think of. You've been in your room. Maybe you've been at the house. You haven't moved anything, moved anywhere. You just stayed isolated in your home. And so this message is to break that myth that Christians aren't actually alone. Believers aren't actually alone. Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 9 rests my case. This is the, this is the implication of Jesus. He just rose from the grave, and now he's going to tell his disciples the mission, the profession of the gospel, how they're going to get it out, how it's going to work. So here's the full scope of what he told them. Verse 4 says, On one occasion... While he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized you with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, you at this time is going to restore the kingdom of Israel. And if you look at what they're saying, they're focusing on the king of Israel and they're not focusing on the kingdom of heaven. They're focusing on something that's visible, but they're not focusing on a kingdom that is invisible. And so Jesus replies back to that and he says, it is not for you to know the times or dates the father has sent his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Here's verse 9. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. So Jesus gave them the whole picture of what the, of what, how preaching the gospel is going to look like. And then he goes up into heaven and he vanishes. He leaves them alone right there. And what I want to picture that for you is that maybe you feel like it's not just people, but maybe it's God. Maybe you feel like God's not there. Because a lot of people have been judging that lately because of the situation. Oh, is God really here? If God was, the, if, if he's God, then he wouldn't let this happen. I'm here to tell you today as a Christian, I'm here to break that myth that you're not actually lonely. You might be lonely physically, but you're not alone spiritually. See, I want to grow, go back to verse, verse eight. And he says, but you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses. See, he's saying that you're not supposed to be by yourself. 
as a, as a believer, if you are a born again Christian, a believer in Jesus Christ, you have received salvation from Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you are not actually alone anymore. Yes, physically, sometimes we can feel alone, but you say, Jacob, sometimes when I'm in a large group of people, I feel like I'm alone. I feel like, 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 like I'm the only person in the room. And I'm going to break that myth for you because, like I said, you're not supposed to be alone. Here's the problem of the truth. This is the truth. You're not lonely. You're longing. What that means is that, well, <laughs> what that means is you're not lonely. You're longing. The enemy wants you to think you're by yourself. The enemy wants you to think that no one's here to uh, comfort you. No one's here to give you peace. No one's here to help you out. But what you're really feeling, what God wants you to know today is that you're not lone, you're not alone, you're not lonely, you're just longing, your spirit is longing for the presence of God. Your spirit is longing for the presence of God. Because I've realized this, the Holy Spirit, if he's within you, this is how God, this is how the Lord does it. He uses the absence of his presence to get your spirit's attention so that you can tap back right back into the presence of God. Because let's be vulnerable here, I'm, I'm about to get in your macaroni and cheese. I'm here to tell you right now, maybe you've been putting stuff in front of God so that now you can't tap into the presence of God because you have been putting these boulders up in front of you. But I'm here to tell you today that you have to let those things go, give it to God, and let him bring his presence within you. You have to receive the presence of God where you're at. And that's the thing that we miss. We think that, oh, God's just never with us. Sometimes it's what we put in front of him that keeps us away from him. A lot of the, obviously... Pretty much it is. It keeps us away from the presence of God. And so understand that you're not lonely. You're just longing. Your spirit's longing for the presence of God. It's been longing like that for maybe, maybe you've been feeling that even before the COVID-19. Maybe you've been feeling that for a long time. I want you to know right now that he is willing to open up to you if you would just throw all the junk that you have in your room and make room for the presence of the Lord. So the, the, that was point number one. Point number one was you're not lonely, you're just longing for the presence of God. The second point, it's, I call it the application solution. It's the solution of which you should apply it to your life. And what this is about and what it's called is what I call it. You gotta tell yourself this. So, so you gotta do it in action, but also make it a focus. Make it something that your, your mind is going to focus on it and then you make the action upon it. The second point is, is that you have to tell yourself this. I'm not alone. I'm just abiding. The word abide means to accept something. I'm not just going to be here and say that I'm alone. Yes, I might be alone here physically, but I'm not alone spiritually. I have the opportunity to take the presence of the Lord into my own hands and be able to dwell within it so that he can give me peace. He can give me joy. He can give me the love that I need that no one else can give me. He's the one that can give me that. So I have to accept the presence of God. I have to abide in it. I use another word, cling to it. Cling it to it like a leech. Leech onto the, be like a leech. Cling onto the presence of God. Because I'm going to be honest with you, the first week of the, the stay-at-home thing, I didn't serve it properly. I can be honest with that. I didn't serve it properly. And I felt like I wasn't really attending to what I should be, not just as a youth pastor, but as a believer. I should have been in that process the first week of that, and I wasn't. And it really threw me off until the week after that, 
I had to realize that I had to repent and give myself up for the Lord once again. You know, when we talk about Second Chronicles 7.14, where it's about like the locusts and the diseases, and the Lord told his people, if you would seek my face and repent from your wicked ways, then I will heal your land. And that is so true with all of us. We just need to evaluate and examine ourselves to where we can be forgiven and we can repent and then God can come by faith and heal the land. But that was just a rabbit trail. Back to loneliness. I have to, it's a focus, but it's also an action. I got to do it. That's the application. You get the opportunity to get into the presence of God in this time. Take that time to use it. We still have till what? I think by this video, it's April 30th. We have time to step into the presence of God. We have time to be healed from the things that we've been hurt from from before this outbreak. We have time to let God open up our ears and our minds to what he has to say. It's all perspective. We always think like, oh, we just got to go with something that's completely literal and logical. Some things take perspective. Some things are in different point of views, POVs. And so understand that. Take this time to have a perspective to get into the presence of God and not feel alone. So see, that's the perspective I got from God. I'm not alone. I am just longing for the presence of God. Yes, I'm alone physically. I'm going to give you an illustration, then I'm going to finish. Back when I used to work at my first job, um, it was it was the, one of the, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be vulnerable. That was one of the worst jobs I ever had in my life. I didn't really enjoy it as much at all. But the thing was, was that, um, the thing was, was that I had, um, I had to close by myself, and uh, and once I closed down by myself, like uh, everyone had left, and I was kind of getting rejected that day as well. There was a lot of hurtful words that were happening, and I left, uh, not I left, they left, and then um, once the manager was on the outside, I was there in the dining room. I was working in the dining area by myself. It was dark. It was kind of creepy. We were in Henderson, so you know it's got to be creepy. But um, but the thing was, was that, and I want you to get this in this illustration, I, w- I felt alone physically. I was rejected mentally. But at the same time, God was with me in that moment. God was with me. I felt loneliness. It was a void that was uh, that I was feeling. But in that moment, I was like, Holy Spirit, give me the presence of God. Let it dwell within me right now in Jesus' name. And when that happened, I was completely confident and secure in where I was, no matter if I was alone or if I was with people. I was still okay because the presence of God was with me. And so I want you to get that application today. Don't understand that you're not lonely, that you're longing. And and understand, put the application not just in your actions, but in your focus, in your mind, that you're not alone, but you're just needing to abide and cling to the presence of God. So I just want to take this moment as we're closing. Maybe you maybe you are feeling a spirit of loneliness because you haven't accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Maybe you feel like, man, this Jesus that you talk about, if he feels that loneliness, I want him to feel that. And I'm going to give you that opportunity right now. I don't care if this is a recording. I just want you to know that even if this is recorded from the day before, God can still meet you where you're at. In the, in the reality of where you are right now. And so, if you're there and you want to accept Christ, just close your eyes and bow your head. I want you to pray this prayer after me. 
Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for coming into my life. Lord, I've realized that I'm a sinner. I've realized that you have died and rose again so that I can be clean from the sin that I deal with. Lord, I pray that you're going to come into my life right now. And Lord, you're going to help me develop my spiritual walk. You're going to help me develop my life. And Lord, I want to live for you. I want to serve you. Lord, I am coming to realize that I need to repent for the sins that I have committed. And Lord, I ask you to come into my heart, be Lord of my life. And Lord, by this declare, by this, by this clarification, by me declaring, I am saved. I am born again. And it's in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, let me know in the DM the uh, Fusion account. Uh, let us know that you did receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And then we'll give you a little bit of a rundown on what that looks like, what that what a Christian life looks like and what you need to do to start your journey. I'm so thankful that I was able to record this video, and I'm so excited that whoever gave their life to Christ, congratulations. You made the most important decision of your entire life. I want to thank you guys. I'll see y'all next Wednesday in another recording. Peace out.